the 6th annual Spa City Metal Fest. Yeah, brother. Saturday, December 7th, 2019. Low-key arts, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Ten bands, ten bucks. Fred, Abimel, Hel Camino, Low Spirits, No Remorse, Eyes Up, Pliskin, Zaris, Lame Johnny, and Mismanage. It's a whole lot of rock and roll. It's a whole lot of awesome. Come on out. It's a dollar a band. I know I keep saying it, but it's a fucking sweet deal. I was going to say sick. Uh, sponsored by Spa City Inc., DeLuca's Pizza, Anchor Piercings, and my boy in Farewell Skate Co. It's going to be awesome. You can get your tickets online from ArkansasLiveMusic.com. Head over there. Buy them in advance if you want to. It's $10 regardless day of show or at the door. It's all one price. Come out. I'll see you there. It's going to be awesome. Today's guests, Queen Anne's Revenge. A bit of a, you know, kind of a neat dynamic they have going on here. They're a cover band and a regular band. I don't know how to say that without shitting on one or the other, but like, it's kind of, I don't think I've ever met a band that was both. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a strange dynamic they have where they just want to play as much music as humanly possible in all the places. Uh, this is a pretty cool idea, really. They're a power trio, and uh, it's they're actually really talented. So at the end of this podcast, you're going to get a few songs by them they did in studio, and it was fucking awesome. We set up after everything was over, and fair warning, we do get a little tipsy, so it goes a bit off the rails towards the end, but I had a fucking blast. I know they did too, and everybody... Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. We gotta start over. It's okay. It's okay. So I'm gonna do this one more time. There oh, we go. Oh, okay. Now I have oh, two good. open beers. All right. There you go. <laughs> okay. Hey, now, now our souls are going to be exposed. Yeah. This yeah. is going to be real. I'm beautiful. I'm a whole Miller Light deeper. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let's go down the rabbit hole, Jim. So, <laughs> I just dude, did this ayahuasca is really starting to kick in. <laughs> I think I just killed that spirit elf, <laughs> that machine <laughs> elf, dude. This is it. so. Yeah. Anyway, so how so we just recorded weekend? what yeah. a good about 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes of waxing and flaxing, it's All gone right. into the ether. Oh, well. Bye-bye. Well, I apologize. Do you have any more questions? Because I know that we kind of take <laughs> oh, a Oh, no, no, yeah. it's cool. It's, uh, We're yeah, very, got, we are chatty Cathy's. We I can tell. We can talk. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I need it because I just got- Keep the beers got, flowing and I think we'll keep I, it going. I just got out of a podcast, like literally drove here. You guys showed up 15 minutes later. So it's like my brain is still like right. hey, turning, just, talking gears. But I was, so we were talking about you guys have been a band for 15 years. And y'all do cover sets under the same name, and y'all just did a cover set at Basler, which is uh, and, cool. And you know, so like I said, probably a good ten percent originals and right, right, yeah, ninety percent cover. Would you say that it was more when you guys I did two? So I'm so I was asking earlier. You guys were a three piece, but you said you used to be a four piece. And I asked if you were heavier back then because I actually remember the name. Probably, and so I think it's, it's we played same. a show together. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, I was in back then would have been like Annabelle and Annabelle, Annabelle and true. in Memphis. Was that where we played together? No. Well, that man never played in Memphis, so it couldn't have been true. downtown Memphis. musical. Maybe that sounds more right. That's yeah, where I, was I mean, thinking definitely was. come around 20, 
11 until they shut down. We were playing there pretty regs. Were you okay? And hey, what about the place in Batesville that hasn't existed for a good so, decade? Talent, hey, Central, talent Central. Are you guys Batesville? from Jonesboro? That's where we, we kind of got moving. We all formed there. We all went to college. Me okay. and him had been like playing. We took where we met was like I was doing a different gig in Redfield, Arkansas with my first band. Damn. It was three months into me playing guitar, and it was my. First and I grew up in Redfield, Arkansas. So, and that's you happened to be at the same. It was a birthday. We're cl- kind of closer than we were earlier today, since we're in, in so Grant we're, County, right? Y'all live in Grant County now. No, oh, well, I'm saying now we're in. We're talking about uh, yeah. He was saying uh, the same right where we now. Are now we're County? I think oh, yeah. This is uh, Saline County. Saline. That's what I meant. Saline County. No, but we're both uh, Bob U A L R. Oh, okay. Nowadays. Little Rock. Have been okay, for a little cool. bit. We've always somehow, I guess just because it's probably, we never <coughs> talked about it. Pulaski. Subconsciously lived close to one another. I need it. Without you living close, I would be, I it's, it's, it's harder to meet up I and think it's been get conscious. together. And, I think it's been a very conscious thing because like I've never. It makes it easier with all the like, get this equipment and I got that equipment. He was the first friend because we met in high school, right? He's a year behind me. I graduated 03. He was 04. Mm-hmm. And, but he was the first friend. It was other two other gentlemen that I used to play with, and one of them still close with today. Um, that in tenth grade, you know, they were like, "Hey, your birthday's coming up, September eighteenth. Let's, yeah, hey, why don't you get a guitar for your birthday?" It was between a paintball gun, a telescope, uh-huh. or that. I love. And it. I went with the you guitar. Could be, nice. They're like, "We'll start a band." You could be a goddamn fun. sniper right now, or you could be a <laughs> scientist. But instead, you rock and roll, baby. There you go. <laughs> I'd rather That's be a rock and roller. <laughs> But no, um, uh, and I met him like a year later, and he is in tenth grade, and I was in eleventh. And he was like the first dude that I ever knew that was like wanted to talk music structure, like, hey, this is a minor skill, this is a major skill, and oh, like you so know, get nerdy. pentatonic, yeah, get getting nerdy with it. Because I've done it since want, I was yeah. a wee lad. Like my dad, since like age seven, had me trying to be a country music star. Okay. Basically, okay. he was a frustrated country music star. Yeah, that makes sense. Never made yeah. it. Well, you got the flannel and probably and the scarf. Some talent. I know. <laughs> it's just to, Keeping it to cover up the double chin. Right. Yeah. You have a trying to look like, oh shit, you're right. I always forget my beard hoods. It's a it's a big one. It's it's a big boy. So oh, cool. you guys are around my age, then that thirty four. I'm thirty five. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Thirty three. I think. Okay. Time is nothing but a construct. Oh, okay. Last, <laughs> yeah, what year is it really? What year is it really, bro? Is it Even 2000 though? or is it 4 billion, man? In the year 2000. <laughs> In the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love That's one of Conan O'Brien's best bits. <laughs> I like that they still do it and now. It, sometimes one, it's way after 2000. In the year 2000, Timex watches will turn their slogan from takes a licking and keeps on ticking to takes a licking but prefers a sucking <laughs> the year the that was the best one i love that shit in the year mm. 2000 it sounds like a fucking trumpet part right. yeah <laughs> like it's a fanfare right, right. <laughs> so i was looking on y'all's uh, facebook page and under two of the people other than the drummer it just says drums y'all share instruments do y'all switch we used to more often, okay. Um, but it, it, when we first started on was, recordings, that's kind of why I have it. Ryan is not really in tune with our social media at all, which is no. fine. I'm so have to be it's, in with the natural. I, trust me, I get it. Yeah, which yeah. Is you'll why get us like me and David and replying yeah, yeah. at the same time, and it shows up as Queen Anne's because you know we're older. We're like stuck between a yes. boomer and a hard place. Yep. Uh, I'm just glad but, he's more into the marketing, right? Thing. 
I was, yeah, I was talking to Jordan about that the other day. I was like, Ryan is surprisingly bad at computers. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. and I'm just a year younger, and it's funny that I'm a little bit better. Well, the I only didn't thing, even have a computer until I bought one from you. Uh, the only marketing ability I think I would have at all is like if it was to come up with a specific slogan and or like just the art, because I like to draw yeah, yeah, every yeah. now and then. But we really, interestingly, have yet to use any of my artwork for uh, album cover, which I, I'm interested in at least taking – a smidgen, maybe you know, maybe like something back behind the because I just uh, I'm right. not into we're both into similar things like Alex Graves, same dude who does tool artwork. I was big into yeses and Pink Floyd's. I'd always art. be down okay. to I don't know why we haven't. It, I mean, there's just not a lot of resources when you don't have a I'm not just pumping out art like right, that, right. nothing like that. But when you know, when you don't have a label to print up the flyers for the shows or this or that, a lot of times we're just flying by the seat of our teeth and. Yeah. Doing the best I that we can, every, but I man, I really is. love your... What our age, too, it's a weird age, because like our computer class was like A, B, C. Like You just learned how to type, and that was fucking it. And now, you go to kindergarten, you got a fucking iPad. You know? right. It's, like, it's right. so different. My son walks up to TVs. Exactly. He's two and a half, and he tries to do the stuff. I'm Swipe. like, you're right. That yeah. is what it should be. <laughs> right. So much smarter than we adults. There you go. Hopefully, we leave him a world to uh, take part in, you know? I don't know. I just don't know anything. The older I get, I just don't know anything. Yeah, same. You You, you start to lose all your live and let live a little bit. Like (laughs) I, I love everyone, and everybody's just struggling and is informed on their own worldview for some reason or another. It's hard to change anybody's mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not here to change minds. I'm just here to like to blow minds. I'm not here to change minds. I'm here to blow (laughs) minds. Yeah, brother. (laughs) Woo! Crack up! Crack me open another one. Cold one. Let's get fucking drunk and talk about dumb shit. They used to say that there were nine planets, and now they say there's 90 planets. I just want to know how many celestial bodies are out there. Oh, God. Dang That's right. a really, like, as far as I, I know, that if I have that term correct, just like anything that has enough mass to be able to rotate in its uh, orbit sure. or from whatever gravity it's picking up from the nearest object next to it, that it becomes a sphere is considered a celestial body. And like... Whether it's a moon or planet, hell, it'd be cool to, cool to go visit if it's habitable, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. To, just to be able to see, you know? It's like that movie uh, Europa Report, where they go, that movie's that wild as fuck. I've heard about that, but I've never oh, seen it. Oh, it's good. Science fiction overload, man. Really? They go to, I love uh, stuff like So that. that's a moon on uh, Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. So it's one of Jupiter's moons, but like they go there, and it they think it's inhabited, and it has a good atmosphere or whatever, blah, 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 and then it turns out there's like a creature and it's so fucking wild. Dude, the movie's Whoops. wild as fuck. And it's a slow burn. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert for the 20-year-old fucking film. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Is it like I, a Tremors? I feel the same way. No, I, I, I probably mean, Wikipedia'd what the movie was about <coughs> once just because yeah. I knew I'd never be able to find it's a, to it's, watch it. It's like a Space Odyssey kind of vibe. Like, it's just slow burn the whole time. You don't even get the, the, the end until the fucking end. Like the very last few the seconds. The very last few minutes of the film, you're finally figuring out what the hell was going on the whole time. Wow. Do you know oh, what God. year okay. it takes place in, too? This is the fucking craziest part. In the year 2000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm waiting for the... Yeah. <laughs> and, and they totally, they totally... That movie's, that movie's great. Anyone, like, listening, go watch your Roper Report. It's fucking phenomenal. Dude. I loved it. And hey, anyone that it. likes a little bit of Latin in their rock, go check out Santana's Europa. It's an instrumental. There you go. <laughs> it's one of his kick-ass solos. Well, Santana's just badass all around. Yeah, really. he's a badass. Dude, there is something about Latin rock when it comes together. And like, uh-huh. say, with the Mars Volta, like, acid oh, jazz yeah. stuff. I just fucking get turned on like a light bulb. Yeah, the Mars I Volta's feel so shit, dude. I'm very in tune. I love Latin metal-ish types. And like, the there needs to be more. More people need to be discovering that. 
More people need to be fucking fusing. It's like brutal. Yes, like reggae with metal. Like, like Head PE was definitely one of those that like they didn't never mind it putting like reggae along right side of punk or metal. In my I met that dude. In my punkish band, we tried to have trumpet and trombone for a little bit. I love it, dude. Ska and all that stuff. We had like a little bit of ska e ish shit going on. Right. We just wanted to do something totally different. We there wanted to be like Foo Fighters, but like with a million other influences. Hell yeah! But then it turned into more like uh, just straight up punk. Just went it. We lost what a band bunch of is members. This? It's called Lame Johnny, and it's a three Lame piece. Lame Johnny, I yeah. like it. We'll be playing in uh, Hot Springs in December, and it's oh no be, shit! So yeah. you play in quite a few different bands. I play in four bands. I love Mons. it. <laughs> yeah, and I have this podcast, and uh, my wife and. You know, I didn't I, know for sure if y'all were married or what yeah. the, the dealio was. Yeah, this is our well, little Well, it's home. nice to meet y'all. Thanks for having yeah, us to you your too, house. Man. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Beautiful. This has been great, minus the little technical difficulty. Well, but I ain't tripping. Shit happens. No, hey, it's we, good. We, yeah, shit happens. Had, we took the afternoon off so we could So I, would, I was thinking you guys drove all the way from Jonesboro. I was like, fuck, no, man. No, no. We, we live in Little Rock, but hey, it's... I'm glad uh, to think How, that you think enough of us that we would make that much of an effort. Hey, people that. have, man. Abimel is from there, and they drove – their drummer and guitar player drove all the way down He's here. never let said me, no to it. That's for sure. Let like, me just I've, say this. this with the last this. podcast, he's, he's all about the new experience. Yes, so I, yes. I'll let you remember what – hold that thought. But Absolutely. He's, he's – and I appreciate it in a lot of ways because I kind of have to – we'll go play these hole-in-the-wall chitlin mm-hmm. circuits to make a little buck or whatever, but he's always like – yeah, I'll do that show, but he'll be like, no, I ain't interested in doing that one. Because yeah. I've been there, done that. We've been but there like he's five, always ten been times. super like, excited. Every time I've been like, you want to go do this podcast? He's like, yes, I, yes, I do. <laughs> and it is almost more fun to just talk instead of just having to show up and be the bark, be the jester. Right. But it lets also... With tears it. on your shoes and ice on your shoulder. With podcasts, you don't have to bring hardly any equipment. We, we brought <laughs> one guitar. Hey, your acoustic bass, though, despite you know, I mean, like easily portability. It's I've nice. never said this, but this will only be in our second podcast we've ever done. I think it's worth saying now. Like, if you want to drive even further than Memphis just to do a podcast, that is a plus. That the fact that we don't have to bring <laughs> a lot of shit. Yeah, and, you know, and your and, and our girls and children can come with us. I think having to worry about the space. And I all think that, that's yeah. smart too yeah. because you can. Get into an audience before you ever show up for your actual yeah. thing. Yeah, hey, that's. Yeah. I mean, could, I just know people are going to hear this that haven't heard of us before, and hopefully oh, for check sure. out some of our tunes. Maybe you know when we play a couple well, of songs on, later, check out the studio versions. Yeah, of them. we're going to have some acoustic songs at the end of this. That's great. Boom, boom. that's great. We've done that a time or two, so well, it's really awesome. It's yeah, a, it's another aesthetic. You know, I'm such an earthy guy. I just burned right into the microphone. It, it's fine. You just keep that part in. I, just, I want <laughs> if there's a doctor out there, if you could diagnose that. I like sweet. Does anybody like dig on hand drums at all? Do y'all like dig on that kind of vibe? Okay, so Census came and they had a, not a, what is it, a djembe? One of the hand drums. Mm -hmm, Probably a djembe, something like that. But the microphone I had fucked up, so the signal was all fucked. Oh, no. And it was like cutting in and out, so I had to actually cut it and then try to boost one of the guitar mics. And I had to go into like the frequencies and try to pull up the... Like that frequency, like you could see the right. hit in the analyzer. So I'd go there and like try to peek it up. So like it's I in there. Do a lot of work for it, and then but probably wasn't just the hugest payoff. It wasn't, and it but sucked. That through, I felt you know, bad. Hey, yeah, that's the way it goes. I wish our drummer would have shown up because he's a really great hand drummer as well. 
I don't always, actually. Yeah, and Wade's trying to be that kind of Tully band, like always having some. You know, like we just like polyrhythms. We, we love polyrhythms. And that's why we love that there Latin American style. We got a few Latin American things up Nat. on our uh, shoulder. Not Nat King Cole. Wait. He's killing a Nat. Uh, I killed it on accident? No, no. It's, yeah, I was going to say, got away. <laughs> oh, it's her. You said got. I thought you said got it. Got him. <laughs> oh, there's he's a bug. Got away. There's a bug in here? Oh, it's just a Nat. It's oh, okay. Nat, the ghost he, of Nat King Cole. He, he followed us. <laughs> I'm going to use the restroom real quick. Do you want to pause? Or no, we don't pause, man. Me and him can talk. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. You know where it's at. Uh, I do. I turned the light on a minute ago. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See what happens. These old mobile homes, man. You got to fucking just do what you can. Right. So, what were you gonna say earlier about? Uh, we were talking about. Um, what do you gotta? What are you doing? Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! It's bathroom break central. There you it go, happens, here. man. You can't talk for this I'll long probably, and not have to. I probably take their turn after them. Right. Or my turn after them. Um. No. Uh. He's getting a lot of different things. Um. I know this podcast has already been all over the map. Oh yeah, right. I was gonna ask you though. Uh, you said you got four bands. What um is your most experimental band out of all those? You think? Okay, so yeah, or fusing the most styles. Maybe. Fusing the most styles would have to be my main one, which is uh, the band that did the cover show thing. That's called My Hands to War, and we do a lot of timing signatures. We do a lot of love it key stuff. Like we we're really in tune to like weird shit, but we're all we're also like a performance band. So I tell people I'm not a musician, I'm a performance artist because my musical skills definitely don't match the type of band I'm in. I can, okay. When I'm playing... They'll go I theatrical at all with oh, costumes or anything? Not costumes, but our live show is fucking wild. Okay. Uh, I'll show you some pictures after the thing. Love it's to, it's insane. We go all out. Like We build giant light design stuff. We, we brought in projectors. For a CD release show, we have a video wall f- planned. Dude. And I'm jelly over here, man. Like, <coughs> well, I we made I, I, I got lucky and made a lot of connections early in my life that are still really good connections to stuff like that. To where I'm, I'm able to use. I, it's like a you know you have a bag of tools and you use those tools to you know progress and build shit. And so I've been trying to do that with that band for years now. We've been around for twelve years. I said 11 years on the last podcast, but I was wrong. It's actually 12 years. I like and, uh, it. I like it. We've been ever since. I, I'm not an original member. I joined about two years after. So ever since I got in, I basically took all the connections I had. And like, so Justin writes most of the music. And when he brings me something, I, I don't actually know what the fuck I'm doing. So if you ask me to explain it to you, I'm just be like, I just made this thing up in my brain. That's all I know. Right. I don't know chord. I don't. You show on me what sheet instrument? music. Uh, any of them. I play five instruments, but on any of them, it's just I go by feel and like this note sounds great with this note. Or in a drum setting, it's like if I'm doing this, I could do this, or I could pull back or like push and pull is like my favorite thing to do. In that so particular like, band live, yes, what do you play? Uh, drums and sing. I'm, I'm the same oh, dude. Oh, and then you got a hardcore vocalist, and you sing. Uh huh. Ooh. And then Justin shares some of the sing-songy stuff, and I've kind of gotten out of like wanting to drum and sing because it's such a motherfucker, dude. But it's it's an amazing feat. There's a reason that people were like Don fucking Hanley, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's an amazing. So hey, and as I, I argue, don't don't pull away. And it was from that. more that might be your well, destiny. You the know? deal is, is it was more ignorance than knowledge because really. I knew I wanted to be in heavy shit, but every now and then you want some sing-songy shit. But a lot of screamers, generally, 
not that great at singing. It's very rare that you have someone that can do both. Right. But I, I gotta was, say, I've never enter Justin I've never Wayne been in Elkins. love with my scream. I've tried to get it more and more effective over Yo, the years. You got a beautiful deep. scream. I just don't have. I, want, I need a bigger chest to be able to get a. Body. I don't know. Hey, man. Over the years, body my inward growl straight up went away. Now I, I'll get really good and warmed up and well, like the, just purring, but it. I pur- used to have the fucking so, gnarliest inward growl, and it just won't even happen. Let's have it so, all. So uh, when you so when you scream, where do you scream from? Your throat. Sometimes or, I'll do both. Sometimes you're like when I first started screaming, it was yeah. all outward. You know, yeah. you know. Yeah, but then yeah. as the years went by, and you know, he started. It was honestly started. it was him that got me. But I can't do the inward anymore. Man. But he's got the inward still. So you ought to give us one. Give us a nice little. There you go. Inward growl. Oh! But you know, so <laughs> yeah. like, hey, uh, make it long. Do the longest inward growl that you can right now. Something like that. Something like this that. This is the nice. song that never <laughs> ends. <laughs> That's, uh, but I can't do it anymore. It just I, like went away. I, I'm probably just from years of I didn't drug alcohol it could and be, nicotine yes. abuse, especially, huh? Oh, I was just um wanting. Oh, so like a buddy of mine, he's a uh, gospel blues singer, and he turned me on to like these uh, vocal exercises, and he basically gave me a master class, a short one, in like this is how you actually fucking do it. So when you're screaming like that, one, you scream from right here, yeah. but when you flex, you flex all your muscles, so you're basically screaming from your from your dick, dick almost yeah. your dick no, chakra you, well you flex so that whole midsection of your body from your diaphragm down you flex that and then you just and you project out of your lungs and that is able you're allowed to flex your lungs and just force all that air all of it just completely out yeah. and dude it changed the game for my like screaming structure wise and like awesome. my abilities to hit I gotta check out some of your music different notes and all that kind of stuff it's uh it's fun but I do mostly Singing, lame Johnny. I do a lot of singing and yelling, not a lot of right, screaming. Kind of like vibe yelling. Now, most people would call it screaming, but to me, I'm like, no. When I'm screaming, it sounds like this. When I'm yelling, it sounds like well, what you hear. Well, there's a punk yell, and there's a hardcore, uh, you know, like metalcore style right. scream. You know, right? Exactly. Hey, all I know is it's so neat that there are so many heavy bands these days. A lot of people will say the opposite, but I. I never want to get not heavy, but it's it is a juggling act because even Ryan, like some of the shit that he's been coming up with for the next album, sounds more like a fucking Nate Dog song, and I'm like, <laughs> but it's so fucking tight. Maybe Umphreys, but you know what I mean, like Nate Dog meets Umphreys McGee, and it's like this is strange, and like all the stuff how, that I'm bringing to the table sounds like an Ozzy Osbourne song. Like, how, I, how often do you guys get together and write and play? Oh, oh we man, never get together and write. Now, we kind of get together and then write. Okay, uh, just trying to keep our heads above water is taking away so much time that we would otherwise right. be spending artistically. Yeah, that's a, that's and a I'm problem. fine with yeah. that. That's what we gotta fucking do, and our band is a product of that. Well, I and maybe think, that's why we have such a slapstick, like throw it all at the wall kind of style. Right. Well, Maynard you know, was we my just favorite are what person we are. to talk about, or hit on one of my favorite points of like, you know, why it is good that, you know, not all your time is completely open to it is because he was using the analogy of, well, if you're a band that's always touring and you're always on the road, then all your songs are going to be about the road and the wheels turning and, <laughs> and um, town to town and not knowing anybody in groupies and all this, that and other. So it's like, that's what's going to be your life. But if, as long as you keep taking, you know, a healthy break from it. If you don't live a life, you don't have a new perspective kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, right. And being able to and have a little time to and stuff pursue too. something new you know? is going to invoke new uh, thoughts, inspiration, ideas, inspiration. And, yeah, thoughts, yeah. Yeah. That's and cool. So, 
being yeah. parents, man, like we love it, dude. It's <laughs> it's nice to always have that just above all other things. Like it's just like I'm gonna live by this code, and if I keep my son okay, I just had a son. He has just a son. So it's easier than having a big old Duggar family of 19 or some right. shit. Yeah, well, but, yeah, it's right. like, as yeah. long as he's okay that, and his mom is okay, I'm okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> and our kids Everything are... else can go suck a dick. Yeah, exactly. My, mine's about... My little man's about almost seven, and his is almost three. Going on three. Man, okay. I didn't realize so Eli's so old. Eli gave us baby fever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got the baby fever. But it's like, really... Like, I haven't wrote, wrote anything about being a dad yet. Me either. I've, re- I've written we a should. song we about losing a that. child whenever we lost a baby, but I had never written thing. anything about being a, a, a active life Well, yeah, because most songs are about hardship, son, not yeah. when it's going right. Exactly. You know, when it's going right. You see a lot of bands get stale when it's going right. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. When it's, you lose the struggle, it's hard to... Uh, it's hard to, you know, maintain the ideas right, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. talk about shit that people are going to really attach themselves to because most people don't have it great. That's why I always know? just make sure I stay a step ahead of the game and ruin my life completely. <laughs> <laughs> I've always got something to scream Let's about. make sure we get at it. On that one. I guess I should get into math. Right. Well, dude, from Twisted Guess I got to pick this bad habit up so that I can hate myself and write a song about it. There you go. The lead singer of Twisted Sister had a fantastic way he worded it with the whole, you know, like I wrote all these songs about being mad and, you know, like going against the grain and, you know, how things, the world's fucked up and things are unfair. But then like, you know, three albums in, I'm sitting there with my 10 cars in the garage by my pool, you know, with the, the right. chick, you know, bringing yeah. out beers and I'm just like, I'm not mad about anything. Like, what do I write about now? Yeah. <laughs> we're, so. we're definitely going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to work out. We're definitely going to do it. Everything's going to work out after <laughs> all. <laughs> that, that would that I would the to world that, was shit <laughs> Turns out it's nice and pretty. <laughs> dude, we need to fucking write that song. <laughs> I dude, I I I all day uh, oh, Monday shit. through Thursday, right? Uh, Part time work is gouging is a real thing. Uh, I, I work at Barnes and Noble, so and I'm always like writing dirty lyrics to all the songs. And now it's Christmas time, and I'm just like, ooh, here's that, Jim. That's let's hilarious. Dust, so let's so dust the, off like baby, it's cold so, outside with even worse lyrics. So so we <laughs> just so my cover. I'm in a cover band too. It's called Beck and the Boys, and we just fired that whole machine up. Ooh. And we we came up with a, a hilarious idea. All these I can't Christmas wait to come songs. to a show of yours. I really wish that oh, I would have sure, been at this man. one that I'm looking at uh, over here on the, old, the, the nice fire. poster. Oh, it's all good. But the, but so we were right, we're learning all these Christmas songs because it's Christmas time. So I, I, I came up with this idea: we should write an anti-Christmas song about how shit's all fucked up and like dad just died or grandpa died. Anti-capitalism. So too. we called it we called it a, the other side of Christmas. Oh nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's yeah. A, Got the little bit like of a weird owl, like a little, little bit, little yeah, yeah. Make it funny. Involvement, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I but think, also like, damn, that's depressing and true. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. My thing with uh, parody songs has always been to be really super nasty. Like I feel like I could have made a career on that. Oh yeah, he was the first one ever to get me to watch South Park. For yeah, Family Guy for Christ's sake. Like on VHSs, I was bringing VHS tapes over to yes. your little. That's how old we are. We've been snuck in into the- choir my senior year, <laughs> and of course our freaking. Uh, 
Miss Wilson, uh, she was a great woman, by the way, but like our choir teacher. I wonder if she's walks, still alive. Hi, Miss Wilson. If you're hey, Miss Wilson. But no, um, we was in like the little side room with the freaking VCR. I'm watching this, and she walks to the room. And it's right then, the, like the, the friend, <laughs> Satan is talking this. to this Hussein or whatever the fuck his name was. It's like, oh, come on, Satan, fuck me in the ass. And we were like that. watching and she's just it like, on nope. the TV at Click. school. Yes. Dude, I'm a drug addict. I don't know, man. I guess not. Holy (laughs) shit. How have I erased that from my memory? (laughs) Too much beer. (laughs) (laughs) You're right about that. That shit will erase everything. Okay, hold on, though. He was also the gentleman that got me. That kind of rings a bell. Dude, we even did Tenacious D intro at the choir concert. We were like, this is a song for the ladies. And everybody's like, oh, no. And, and then, then we, go, we into, go into No Such Thing by John Mayer instead. <laughs> but for a second, I think everybody was I like shitting their pants. <laughs> thinking that we were about to, you don't always have to fuck. Can you imagine that? If that's the, your high school thing. Like, And that was the joke. It was like, you didn't even have to sing the song. If you just do the <coughs> intro, everybody would be like, oh, this would be fucked. Oh, and then, then about, we just did our song. I know, I know all about getting shafted best at to talent kill. shows, man. Yeah. Our band was going to do a song, and we so you have to audition at our school. I don't know if this worked the same way at your school, but our school you had to audition for the talent show. I'm and, sure we did in ways. I think and, they just kind of forced us through though, because it was it was a real big community. Well, so they all we had people in our corner like, oh, they're they're great. They told us this. we couldn't have our vocalist. Because it was, uh, and we're doing John Mayer though. Y'all are doing some fucking nar shit. You were young and wanting to do some original shit. I had already played the game for so fucking long that I was just like so hungry for stage time and to like prove to my classmates that like I didn't care that it was a John Mayer song. I was kind of in that vein of songwriting too, but it's more honorable that you were wanting to go rock out. Oh, they wouldn't let you. Uh, Well, they wouldn't let us have our singer, so we did an instrumental. Fucking and, ass Because he's a growler Because he was growling Yeah That's fucking crazy and, That's well, more of that Just like West Memphis 3 Like persecute the metalheads Well bullshit. it was weird too Because we got a, We got the oh, We were the only act That got the standing ovation People wanted more And I then they did. And then they fucking Stiffed us in the yearbook Every act that was At the talent show Was in the yearbook Except ours Bullshit yeah, High like, school politics Fuck y'all dude Suck a dick <laughs> I Whoever, wanted out of that bitch anyway Whoever's responsible Whatever student <laughs> Was like they're not going in. It was they, the teachers, man. Well, the teachers yeah. uh, can all personally plus, plus sign I said, and then suck my dick. I said fuck to. real loud. Uh, my to. cable came out of my guitar and I went fuck. <laughs> and it was you should have grabbed a mic and been like fuck. Yeah, they didn't have any mics. They didn't let us have any. <laughs> Y'all are just too loud. You're yeah. just too goddamn metal for this school. We're too rock and roll. I can't take it. I mean, and that still goes on. Like, now you listen to a lot of music, and there's no fucking guitars. It's like, when, like, people are being, like, animals as leaders and, like, making the game go even further than I ever thought. I was like, well, I guess maybe guitar music is dead. And then it's like, <laughs> nope. we're gonna Like, there's just all these innovative things going on, and, like, there's less of it on the radio than ever. And it's than ever. Just, yep. It's weird. That's right. But I, as an old-school guitar picker, ain't never going to quit. So That's right. at some point, people will be like, there's this guy that... Plays this weird piece of wood that's got six strings on it. He makes it go blink, ding, and come see me. You know, you don't program it. Uh, well, <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah, the technology hasn't been uh, perfected yet. I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean, you know, now you can play guitar on your fucking cell phone. So it's like, I dude, I was recording a lot of demos in the Garage Band, and oh yeah, uh, lost lost all the memory from recording the years of uh, Sagan's first years of life and. Wound up 
the leading garage band and then once i re-downloaded it's all gone of course yep yeah delete but it was that, more important to get that video of him picking his nose there you go well you'll probably appreciate hey, it yeah more, for sure you know. and i th- i do i kind of do remember some of the shit that sure. I, I had written on there and despite <laughs> a few you... lyrical changes it kind of came out as something else it's nice to let things marinate yeah, that's always the way i roll like if you let it if you write something and then later you kind of remember what it was but it's different but then it works with this and bada bing bada boom like you got a song oh, okay like, so Frankenstein we're, we're a little different in that way so us if we if if we write it in the room, basically every song you ever heard us play or my group of guys that I'm currently playing with, if we didn't write it in two hours, you probably never heard it. I fucking love it. I so think like, that'd be a fun way to work. I, so like when we we come, never get to do that, we right. only get to write without one another. Yeah, which makes for a lot of obsessing over it. But it's the right. opposite way. Ain't no uh, wrong way to eat a Reese's, though. Right, you exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, Everybody has their own version of how to write a song. I can just tell by how cool you are that your <laughs> shit must be good. I can't it's, wait to hear that band that you I, drum and sing for. Like, that's really piqued my curiosity. I love the band, but the sad part, the sad reality of that band is we've never had a good record. They're always shit. We do it ourselves because we don't have any money, so we're just, like, out there making our own shit. And it always sounds like butthole. And right. well, hey, I, th- but that's punk rock too, and that is the proletariat revolution of fucking recording. Make a shitty record. <laughs> I bet I would enjoy it more than you did, and it Probably. gives a fuck what you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's it, true. I, I, what you pre- it. I bet more than that, that's you projecting uh, just the lack of a huge enthusiasm. And right. wh- what is really the reason for the lack of? It's like even myself, I. It's rare that I have went to a concert since my son's been born that mm-hmm. I wasn't really into the people's shit and just like I want to learn about their shit. <laughs> like we're all just mentally exhausted for one reason or another. Right. I blame Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah, Mark I blame Facebook Bucker- for what? <laughs> Zuck. <laughs> Mark Fuckerberg. You Mark Zuckerberg. That guy sucks. That guy. Well, I, you know, I don't really feel that way. I just want to say, Mark, if you're listening, we we love you. I hope here. he's listening. Fuck we you love guy. you down here. And stop, uh, stop, stop. Brian Arkansas. <laughs> Meet me at Luigi's Pizza yeah. the day that you hear this for the first time. We'll have a a bottle of Coke, a <laughs> nineteen slice, beers, a slice and a fucking and a slice. Beer. Yeah, and it's like the the food. I, I'm inviting you for the food, not the drugs that I talked about four <laughs> seconds ago. I I'm just keep looking at Johnny Cash over here, and he's just like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. I just want I want to lean into my my rebel yearnings. Right. I feel like Bukowski and out. It gets a little rebelly. I does. like it, man. This is this is very nice. I feel so at home. Appreciate you know, you it, always man. like because I had some beers, just like I said, eating a hole in my fridge, and I'm like, "Are they gonna be? I'm gonna bring them just in case. Yeah. Have a couple to get loosey goosey." You brought a 12-pack, and what's hilarious, they're both Miller Lite, and I got another half a 12-pack down there, so we got plenty of Well, fantastic. Drinks. You know, I was kind of tearing through them. We did that uh, first 15 minutes, and it was Oops. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Shit happens. Well, Shit happens. Isaac Brock's uh, great lyricist, but my favorite lyric that Isaac Brock ever wrote was, uh, well, well, <laughs> well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Mm. When you're drinking claws, there ain't no laws. No laws. Put on my the dick claw. in your ass like Mrs. Claw. Oh my god. <laughs> <clears throat> so you guys write apart and everything. So do y'all yeah. practice like once a month? I so, wouldn't say ever, unless really? we have a show. Okay. Or so making like, a record and then kind of okay. just bounce off each other. I don't know if it's for better or worse. I feel like I uh, am writing kind of more complicated shit these days. I don't know how well it would work to just show up in the studio, but. 
Most of the time we show up and uh, to date I've written almost every song exclusively uh, for Queen Anne's Revenge. Okay. And Ryan will just kind of learn it in the studio. At least the, that's the way, besides the first record that it's went. Yeah. And you're the and vocalist, right? I'm the vocalist and like primary songwriter. Right. And most leads. But Ryan is also a very gifted guitarist. So every once in a while, if you hear a solo that doesn't sound like David Gilmore and says like Ingve Malmsteen, it's, it's him. Like, if it's really fast and not just like, let take my time with this. Bluesy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's probably him. Yeah. I can't solo. So we have a song in uh, the lame Johnny band. Cause I'm the only guitar player. And, so I was like, dude, this part needs a solo, but I don't know how to do that. So I wrote what we called the anti-solo. So I literally just make noise. I just I hit love strings it. and bend I love, shit. Josh Homme is one of my favorite people, and so often he will just do a real stinker of a solo that's like so bad it's good. Yeah, man. Not like there's, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. It comes, I, I vibe with the so bad it's good vibe. If I run out of smokes, this is my last cigarette. Do you have a... Yeah, we oh, got hey, some. all right, yeah, all right. Good. Hey, thank you, guys. Um... But and I uh, can definitely pick some up on the way home, but man, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to be able to smoke inside and shit. Well, you know, welcome to Arkansas. <laughs> hey, I'm always everywhere I go. There's little children around and I'm not allowed right. to smoke inside. Right. At least these no days, kids here, things. man. We got a cat, but he's out there. So, <laughs> well, what's up, cat? His name's Derek. Derek the cat. Yeah. It's a atrocious cat name. I like it. <laughs> he's probably uh, he sounds like a middle aged gay black man just by judging <laughs> just by his name and that's, that's not a dig at the cat or middle aged that's gay actually kind of hilarious because his actual owner we're, we're cat sitting his father is gay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well what's up what's his name <laughs> Ryan what's up Brian I bet you'll listen my chatty Kathy, who actually, better be. Like, remember I'm the I'm the uh, funny guy I'm supposed to have the You're actual just historical well, you got, but you write all the music, so we got to get some of that. Sure. In. I mean, uh, well, ask me a question about such things. So, well, I, I was wondering. So, when y'all meet up in a studio, you just have like these litany of riffs that you just go here. No, I got just like these form, songs. form song. It's usually by the time we're able to get together and make a record turned into a full concept mm. album with each thing and kind of every okay. movement written. So it's going to be challenging on this next thing. But I've got an idea to do. This is. Tell me how this plays, but uh, it's called Between a Rock and a Soft Place, and have an album called Between. That's kind okay. of the stuff that's heavy, like rock music, right? Foo Fighters sure. level of heavy, and then uh, rock, and that'd be the heaviest shit we've ever done. Yeah. Hopefully, more like traditional rock. Well, I don't know the uh, one that's rock. I think I want it to be the heaviest shit we've ever done because we're just rock is a fucking heavy right. boulder. And then Soft Place be the most acoustic, chilled out. Acoustic, kind of indie vibe. It. But, uh, but yeah, with him uh, writing all these new songs, and they're all so good, but we're just nowhere with them as far as lyrics and vocals go with anything just being totally done. Right. How often do you guys do venue shows, like actual venues, like not Rev Room, Venos? Not super I, often. Probably twice a year. Twice a year? Okay, that's good. Maybe four. You don't want to overdo it. That's what I was wondering. Right. Because you can overstep. I'm glad there's no cameras right. up in this bitch. <laughs> Sadly, our financial situations have not given us the freedom to do enough of those as we'd like to do. Yeah. But we always try to but, do original songs. I mean, that's just, to me, it is enough, but 
I mean, hey, sometimes you're having to do the softest shit What's you ever did because you know it's going to go over like a lead balloon if you're just like, <gasps> just like growling at people. Right. Well, what have you, uh, it's, it's said on your face. Well, you've been around for so long, I assume you've made it out of state a few times. Sure. Um, yeah. We uh, When you go out of state, is it for this cover premise or is it more sometimes, like original? I'd say most of the time, yeah, lately. Probably, the dueling pianos a lot of times. Okay. I don't know. Have y'all ever been to a dueling piano oh, bar? Yeah. We both duel <laughs> pianos. and uh, You've been the start of many significant things in my life. Hey. System of a Down. <laughs> Dude, and, oh, I like that system t- Tenacious D and Doolin are all Playing Doolin piano bars like, that's hey, And just, that's helped you make a living forever Like it's a good living you know Honestly man that supported me for nine that's years That's just a drunken accident Gone right Hey, I walked into Willie D's Played all the songs I did know on piano sure. Including some originals And they offered but, me a job And then next thing I knew Ryan's just like I want to know what's over to Doolin fans an <laughs> irony, Started making money Because you know every song ever of doing, you know, doing pianos and like really trying to go balls to the wall with that yeah. and trying to, you know, discover what it is that that's all about and the kind of music that, quote unquote, sells alcohol the best. Yes. As y'all pop it top, that was great yeah. irony right pop there. Pop it top again. Um, <laughs> is, is that I feel like definitely learning the piano and then learning just all these like classics, you know, like Billy Joel tunes, which by the way, you know, oh, that dude and Elton John. Stuff. Those so motherfuckers good. can write Those a song chord wise. Had the best goddamn songs. And, and Billy Joel and Elton. Ooh. But but an irony of doing more. that is that here it is. I spent so much time doing that, and though I have been learning how song structures, how many different and complex ways you can do it, uh, and what works, what doesn't, uh, is that also because of that soaking up so much of my time learning famous songs like I haven't been able to spend as much time on writing. It does, but the yeah. shit that you have written for the first time in your life you've ever came to me and said, Justin, I want some shit on some records. It's got that information in there. Like they both have very piano driven shit. And because awesome. of how much we've been playing. Exactly. So what, there ain't nothing wrong with that. That marination no. yeah. time. And this just us album. having the open arms to not be arguing with each other about like, no. Well, we have a fucking practice tonight, and you're a fucking dick, and your oh, yeah. mom it's snorts be coke off a of, been there off of Johnny Cash's asshole, oh, like because you're not showing up to this fucking practice. Fuck you, we're done. Since we don't have that, and we hold on the so loosely, and but we we have fought a lot, and I yeah. fought even recently. I was like. Oh, you're not showing up. Oh, you don't have a drum kit. Well, I, we're, I, I better not see you in public, motherfucker. Like to our drummer, and then obviously, you know, he's close yeah. to be like. I just have to hold on loosely. I'm in a band with a professional dueling piano player and a professional lawyer that lives in Fort Smith, and like you know, oh, sometimes a, we just got to sit down. It is, but he makes enough money that he really don't care no matter what it is. He just wants to make sure it's a good thing. That's cool. He had kind of asked to have a little bit of a break, and Ryan was having trouble, and I was too, with just maintaining sobriety forever. Sure. I'm uh, okay. I'm going to say this. I I, uh, was just having trouble not doing blow. I got a DUI at some point, and it kind of straightened me out. But up till that point, I was just like, on a bender just just yeah. when i was doing a show i was snorting coke so i wouldn't get too drunk and i could right just drive home. home and and not uh and then one night i don't have the blow and i fucking get a dui mm. i'm just like wake up call yeah like, i gotta it takes something man it's either it that does. or you fuck up too bad you know what i'm saying yeah. then it's then it's really not good right yeah yeah no doubt yeah I've, you know and, you know everybody fucks up and i'm hoping uh, yeah but it's just like once you let the genie out of the bottle like 
It's hard to put it back in ever, no matter what. Yeah. Was it you, your best fucking the first Roosevelt Teddy that said <laughs> to educate a man in uh, knowledge but not morals is to educate a minister to society, something like that? Maybe. And I so don't know. That's a good one. That's that like, like a river of... But that it is any any drug or just in general, you could think of the the very thing of using a specific substance to expand one's mind or open up one's mind to new possibilities. There is that kind of like, well, you get the good with the bad. You right. Know, it's like all of a sudden now they're considering great new possibilities, but then they're also considering like, what if I just throw logic to the wind in this context? And start, <laughs> right. You know, and so right. It, it, it's such a convoluted conversation. Mm. It's it, it involves thousand aspects. Yeah. It's but. Too as you see, I, I am one to uh, try to soften the palate of thought from time to time. <laughs> you got to soften your palate of thought, dog. You know, that might be one uh, thing that you have to think about when, like, considering how to be original lyrically is that you know, have to say something that everybody's heard before, but say it in a new way. No one's ever heard yeah. it before. And I'm so always trying to write struggle. really good lyrics. I don't think I love that, your lyrics. to date there's nothing that's on paper that I don't feel like I would mind being published in a book. Right. That's like my standard of ethics. It's like if I would enjoy it as a poem, then I think lyrics are my hardest thing. So like I was telling you, like we write songs. If we don't write it that day, it's Damn, just not a song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, th that's, that would be the best <coughs> part. So like getting that, getting that and then having a song and then like, we'll play it. And then, so we'll, you know, we'll set a phone up on an amp and record it. And then I have that. And then I'll just be like, all right, cool. What's this song sound like lyrically? How does it strike me? What do I want to say? And this is right. Melodies blah. too, not just screams. Right. right. Like a lot of bands do and no offense to them. Like I fucking love that shit. Oh, and sometimes I want to sing over the heaviest part too. So like even that. Yeah, that's cooler. Like, where you I naturally want to just scream it out. I want like, to, I want to take it down. Like, maybe we should yeah. sing it. Yeah. I love that. Or mm -hmm. at the very least, um, the same way that I found that, like say for instance, a lot of good layering has gone with say, I'll just throw out a random band of, Three Doors Down and how they love to do one uh, distorted electric one over and a clean or yes. one other yeah uh, acoustic or just a clean electric mm -hmm. and every time every time like that formula is following same every thing time with screams I found a lot of times if like I'm uncomfortable with like the depth of my scream or if it doesn't have the right tone I'm like well just put a a layer of singing over it exactly right and, and just maybe that'll round it out or, and it always sounds good i'll tell you the things that i've recorded of you over these last few months those two songs are just so cool and different than anything we've ever done and piano led like it's just weird do y'all like, record in-house mm -hmm. right now we are trying that's everything yeah. we've recorded i don't know i'm not opposed to going and dropping a we know the dime on right. a recording studio, but it is. I want to see if we can get a good record recording it ourselves for the first time. Yeah. So I've invested in the equipment to do so. Yep. And if it ain't good, and we all, if we all don't just sit down and just like feel like our dick is bigger <laughs> than Mandango, then no, nope. That's we'll, where we'll go. We'll go to a studio and redo it. Yeah, that's, that's where that's where I'm sitting. I think you'd be the same way, right? Yeah, it's it's like it's, if it ain't great. If money was no consolation, sure, I'd be trying to find you know the most expensive recording studio. Don't spend a lot of money on them records over the years though. Just but just you know within reason of you know what a college kid could pay for, right? Or or a you know person working at Pizza Hut could do as I did. I many yeah. times just bowed right. out of it. Like I'll bring the songs <laughs> and I'll bring the thunder, but I ain't got the money for it because that's right. And it's Ryan hard. and David kind of fit the bill. 
And we almost have made $77. And <laughs> <laughs> <In> 96 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but we've sold some CDs live. Uh, but you know, that equate jo- to more than that that we split at the end of the show. I mean, look at that poster over there. Did but Johnny it's not ever, much money in it. That's look at that poster over there, though. Did Johnny he didn't ever know get- he had to fucking write those songs. He had to kick those lights out, and he had to flip off whoever he was mad at. Did Johnny ever get picture. cash? Was Marvin gay? <laughs> was oh, George boy, straight? <laughs> this man asked the philosophical questions <laughs> that we didn't know we needed. But we did. They he definitely got the cash. The man was <laughs> yes, loaded, and then he fucked it all up Blew in the eighties, and then brought it back be- right before he died, and and now has a very, you know, nice estate left. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, they're always releasing kids. a new Johnny Cash record. You know, uh, it was on the behest of John Cusack in the movie. Um, what what is that movie that I, that I read? Say anything? Uh, no. Uh, he mentions Johnny Cash's biography, Cash by Johnny Cash, as his favorite book, and so I read it. But uh, High Fidelity, mm. which, by the way, is one of Jack Black's first movies. Yes, oh, it is. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Great movie. It all comes back to Jables. Absolutely. Always. But I, after having read that, so many great points in that. And he, he, I want to say he read two of his uh, autobiographies because he did it. He had a few. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite little bits of information that he got in there was just like, one time he tore down a wall because he was on one of his pills. Yeah. And he was hallucinating that there was like a spider or something that had come out of the edge of the wall. So he proceeds to like fuck his fingers up because he's trying to tear down the sheetrock. And I'm like, right. oh my Don't God, do math. Yeah, It'll make yeah, you imagine spiders <laughs> even if you're Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Johnny went on a fucking true life spiral for uh, sure. Yeah. Ended up in and like lived. Branson, ended up in like Branson, Missouri doing fucking Oh, he uh, was. He, he was a Branson yeah, like dead the, boy. God yeah. damn it. That's sad. Yeah. I was. His I started was... my career in Branson, so I knew I was dead for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> from the get-go. I was like, oh. Are you from Missouri? No, but just doing shows and stuff as okay. a young young man. That's where my dad, he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <you laughs> this is as good as Vegas. Yeah. Nope. Country Vegas. You know. Country, Country Vegas. Vegas. That's it. It really is. It You're really gonna is. be rich and famous in Vegas, just like and Johnny then Cash. Nashville is kind of like uh, Country L.A. or Country right. New York. Country L.A. Yes, and dude, I, we sure. did some Nashville stuff. He was just trying to get me discovered, man, and I appreciate it. He still he knew ground. I had a yodel, and he's still on the earth. He's still with us, and uh, Dad's we top, still do shows. Your to dad's this day top together. three favorite artists. Go, <laughs> man. Hank Senior. Man. Oh. That's one. He loved a lot of rock and roll too. So uh, Roger Miller, or no, I but but he did introduce me to Roger Miller and all that stuff. I don't know. Let me get back to you in fourteen <laughs> years. My dad's favorite three, and he definitely had I think more. Jimmy Rogers. Yes, there you go. Okay, and okay. then see that. I don't know. So, uh, Godfather. He, he just loved rock and roll. Just, he, we grew up in the 50s and 60s, so he loved doing Cash. And he seemed shit. to like Cash a lot. Yeah. He and Elvis. But he loved rock and roll so much, too. Right. Yeah. True rock and roll and just like the rebellion. And like, he felt like a greaser. Yeah. He felt like a fucking oh, rebel. rebel. You know yeah. what I mean? And he was always whooping people's asses. He's just a fucking rock and roller. He's a fucking rock and roller. Vietnam I love you, Daddy. Too. Ah, Vietnam vet, yes. too. Signed up on his own instead that of was, getting enlisted. Like, so yeah. many people are like, fuck this. Like, Signed up to do it because he girl. wanted a better life for Freaking himself, and he's a dropout. Tom Cruise yeah. on Born on the Fourth of July. I never finished that Oliver Stone movie, but I need to because I like work movies. Anyway, um, no, my my dad's favorite top three: Sticks, CCR, 
Boston. Mm. CCR is good. And he power. got me into classic mm. rock. If it hadn't been for his dad, I wouldn't be into classic rock. Classic you know what rock. I mean? That's one yeah, of the great thing about just being old school friends is Ned Zeppelin. Yeah. Is that probably favorite. your favorite top three? There are, and people are going to hate me. John Bonham was a good old singer drummer. He was the guy doing all the backups. They're my favorite, dude. Of like Led time? Zeppelin four, I could I have my dad's record when he bought when he was a kid, and I have his record, and I'll put that bitch on front to back, and I just Hell like yes. oh man. But probably because my dad listened to Led Zeppelin like a lot growing up, so they were just in my DNA from an early age. So that's probably why they're like my top band. Right. Yeah. Them and uh and then of course Cash. I have the poster right next to I it. I love it. There you go. And that man the invented rock and roll in America. You know. The Absolutely. vibe, like the mindset, yeah, the vibe, because that shit was like, already going fuck on in authority. England. Yeah. Let's fuck, yeah. let's fuck this shit up. And a lot of times they didn't start trying to do that, but just like by Elvis dancing, like he did it. Like that's you know, it's unintended consequence of just being absolutely surrendered to your yeah. art. That's respectable. He that, gets a lot of flack, but you know, if he hadn't been dancing, what they considered lewd and lascivious. Right. We wouldn't have people twerking the ass. Well, he did that song. shit because he was, you know, out you, on Beale Street. You porn. He was out on Beale Street learning from all the blues guys. Like that's where he got his start. You can go. You can still go to this day to the the actual studio where he got his where he was Old found. Sun Studio. Yeah, we uh, have Sun never Studio. done that, have we? I did once. Um, <laughs> Not with me. The X right? on the X piece of shit. The X on the, the X on the ground where Elvis Christina. became Elvis. They show you that part at the Sun Studio tour? I, I never did the tour. It was just kind of oh. like, uh, oh. I don't know if they were still doing tours at that point, but maybe it was just like came on an off day. For yeah, they do have off days. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have walkthroughs. But there's a, in the in the control room, you know, you went into the control room mm-hmm. there with all the, like, the old ceiling tiles and shit. Mm-hmm. There's an X on that floor. And that X is where Elvis became Elvis. Right. And we it did, was. That's all right. So did y'all see, uh, did y'all see that movie? Uh, what's that hilarious movie with John C. Riley? Yeah, walk, walk the line. Walk, walk hard. Dude, of, an walk under, hard. John C. Riley's my favorite, so yeah. I'm always telling people to watch that if they haven't. So that that scene where he's like, uh, the record execs like, I found this group. You have to hear them, and then he brings them in, and he's like, What is this shit? All right. That was actually an Elvis story, yeah. and that story took place in Memphis, Tennessee, at Sun Studios, and the producer came out and goes. Why in the fuck do you keep wasting my time? And the and the secretary was sweet on Elvis, so she was like, "Just give him one more shot." So he gave him one more shot. Literally, mm-hmm. this is the story I was told in the tour. Right. And he get, so he got so nervous. Can't confirm. His legs started shaking. Oh. oh. He started doing that leg shake, and then he gave the performance of a lifetime. The guy stops him mid track, comes out, and goes, "Where the fuck?" Has this guy been? Yeah. And then Elvis was born. And then they have it literally marked on the floor right there. That's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. And before Love you know moments. it, he starts eating crystal meth. And, and uh, died on the like toilet. Eating, yeah. uh, Speaking ham of sandwiches and banana. Speaking of toilets. Oh, the toilet in that place. I, did have I to thought go you were about to say you clogged up the toilet <laughs> when you were gone for a minute I got ago. lucky. I got lucky. No, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I did go to the bathroom in that particular toilet in, in Sun Studios. And it has a little sign there that says... Uh, don't flush anything that doesn't belong, or like it says, these my pipes are old. Have mercy. <laughs> yeah, that's and, funny. And, and I was just like, I like what y'all did there. <laughs> Does it say the same thing in Graceland on that toilet? <laughs> right, that infamous toilet. My my parts are old. Have mercy. Have mercy. <laughs> that's an Uncle Jesse quote. That ain't even Elvis, right? That's what she said. That's what <laughs> oh my God. It's like Grandma, you ready to get down? I want to talk about. Lori Laughlin and the school financial 
scandal. No, 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 no. 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 Sorry, no. I don't mean no. that. No politics here. <laughs> right, right. I don't even know if this yeah. is political. No, they just she paid. She paid for her kids to get into a great school. Like, did some bribing. Shit. I mean, it's bribery. I'm just so making a joke illegal. of like TMZ. I mean, like, yeah. I think it's do, 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 do. Kanye West is a Christian music singer now. <laughs> like, whatever <laughs> they do, like, it's, we're we're a radio against that kind of radio. I did read that Tune in. Al Green, the famous like R and B soul mm-hmm. singer, did actually quit to go into gospel. I was I reading that, that on Pandora. The you other know, day. Scott, uh, randomly, or Josie Scott from Saliva did the same thing too. Oh, he did it. What? Yeah, worked, he ended it, and now Saliva with him is coming back next year. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I no, have. They are. Heard it. Yeah, Don't spoil this for us, Gene. <laughs> well, I, I had. To, I had <laughs> Anybody mi- listen to the Crash Cast podcast? I just want to apologize I had to miss for what I said a minute ago. For that band, a few times, Josie Scott. It oh, was always really? a shit fest. Was it a like loading? Uh, uh, well, you're saying with yes. Josie or you're saying with saliva? With, with saliva and Josie. I mean, he was. A I have a Josie Scott story. He was uh, telling a minute that involves. Yeah, he was. Blue. Uh, well, yeah, no, it does because <laughs> that was that was his big crux. And like they showed up one day. I'm at the rev room waiting. Y'all, hey, I love that though. Like as somebody who's uh, been yeah, in the despair of blow. This. I want to hear this. I'm sorry. I, I, but like, so we're sitting there and the bus pulls up and we're watching it. And we're like, okay, they're an hour late. They're from Memphis. Uh, what the fuck? And Two we're hours. Si- and we're Two sitting hour there. Drive. And we're sitting there watching. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Then the bus just leaves. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. The bus doesn't usually leave once it's in the <laughs> city. So we're like, they're leaving, leaving. And then we make a phone call, and they're like, yeah, we couldn't find any, uh, su- you know, like a supplier of some sort. Which any great venue has a drug dealer. I think most people know that. Uh, Hopefully. Well, so they just left. They just fucking left. And then I had to work with them a few times. And, le- dude, every time it was just like... Have they been better with a new vocalist? Or I, no? I, I have no idea. But the fucking... Every time we had to work with them, it was just, like, insane. And it always sucked all the ass. There was always these crazy demands. It was always behind schedule. There was always, like, They were something. fucking huge, though. They, they were, were, but Having Jesus to play the chilling circus man. with us. Ugh. Like, and, and probably fucking, demanding a lot of money and probably got paid well, even and, when they left that night. Yes, they did. Well, they get paid some, but half. at the same time, because they get like or, some half, That's what I understand. It's like kind of like the half deposit. <coughs> it's a deposit. But, right. but and also, it, and that's just to book the show. So then they get the rest of the money if they play. So they didn't get the rest of their money. They got paid to drive all the way here and then drive home. But, um, which is so fucking fun, crazy. Because they couldn't yeah. come up with some drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I don't doubt it. So stage. Here's here's my (laughs) here's my biggest. So we did a. I'm sorry. We did a show with them down in El Dorado, and uh, and I knew this the whole time. This sounds very doable. This El Dorado fucking fiasco. Okay, so though, oh, so they have two guitar players, right? Well, the guy stage right. So if you're looking at the stage, it'd be stage left. Still with Josie or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, uh, my, my buddy was the sound engineer and I was doing like production stuff and he was like, Hey man, I want to see something real fucked up. I was like, sure. He's like, take a look at that stage and tell me what's missing. And I was like, man, I don't see it. He's like, do you see any microphone cords in those microphones on that amp? And I was like, no, he goes, exactly. Dude. He's, he's not even playing. It's fake. Oh, he was up there like he was yeah. lip syncing. Oh, no, 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 not this. Well, the singer is lip syncing. Yes, that's real. That happens a lot, though. That shit, that's so But they common. were just playing to a backing track. Just to but make the it, guitar player. They're not even playing. They were just he's pantomiming. Not even playing. He's just pantomiming. 
It was not even in the tracks. It that was don't just even Panama. seem fun. Why? Why yeah. even fucking do it then? For, he was theatrical. He would pour beer on himself. Oh, he was he, that. He was Maybe the, they didn't want him in the mix. No. They didn't want this guy just to be the fucking They hired jester. him as a hype man. He was a hype man. Wow. Yeah. Pacalica yeah. up in this bitch. Never heard it in, in rock so much, but... Uh, it does seem like it'd be fun to have one of those every now and then. You got it, you got uh, it's, it bad. It's fun. Just when to dance. Get a you know, whole just to bunch of cooking, get there and show you how to move. It's one of those things where it's fun for the audience, but when you're working, it's like it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that is always one of my favorite things about That's bands with like a singer who just sings and doesn't have to stand that instrument the whole time. Is just sing. They, that would be a very I'm, honorable thing. I'd love to do that. It, it's not exactly a, a, a favorite thing of a lot of metalheads or punk rockers, but I, I get down on the whole dance thing. Like, I right. appreciate dance so much okay. because a, I try to dance it's while all playing, about music. While it's, playing my instrument. I've always, it's always been important to me. I don't know what it is. As I get older, and that's why I remember, like, dude, you are fucking hardcore. Like, I fucking dance. I get it. Like it's, I can't help it. It's an unquenchable yeah, thirst to like sure. move aggressively, and I'm yeah. sure you noticed that about me. And I don't think any less of you at the times when you're just so pooped that you can't. But <laughs> it, it happens. Is, it and does it's happen. almost like since Joe left, that's what Joe was so great at before too. And I wish that he would not have ever been heard on when anything he was at it. times, because at times he was just playing the worst shit. But he was looking like the coolest ass motherfucker while he was doing it because he loved it and he loved it, our songs. Loved it more than you do. Was that the other? Was that the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, that, he fucking knew every like nuance of everything that I ever did, everything I wrote about, everything that I was feeling bad about when right. I wrote this or that song. Right. And just he loved the shit. Yeah, I personally just miss him. And I, if you listen to this show, uh, I hope all is well. Holler at your boy. Yeah. Holler at your boy. Yeah, yeah you got me blocked on all the social medias. Oh, I can't even does. see your. Well, just on Facebook. In MySpace, I'm just kidding. MySpace, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't you use MySpace anymore. Up. We did. We had such a great following with that first record. It's really depressing. Was to, it on MySpace? Yes, yeah. and like you know, maybe MySpace they just like gauged it differently. Animal, yep. Or maybe animal? people were organically coming to they it. Were. But that yeah. first record was just almost huge. I felt like <laughs> with twenty thousand plays, like yep. this shit's gonna happen. And now it's like some of our biggest quote-unquote songs that people do mention just because they've heard them so much live have 20 plays. Right. And it's like, or at least on the one that gives us an ad Yeah, I didn't upload myself <laughs> prematurely three months earlier. And then they don't show up on searches. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be a band in the 2019s. It's a, it's a difficult... It's a, it's a, and it's, it's... I don't care. I really don't. I'm it's a difficult nihilist. journey, man. And you have to figure it out for yourself. Like, what works for you? We but wouldn't do it if we didn't love it, and right, that's got to be right. fucking enough. If you don't just love to make the music, yeah. then fuck it. Do something else. Cause you, ain't, right. you might not make the money at it, and if that's not enough, it should be okay. We're lucky enough to do these cover shows and then like get to be like, but hey, check this thing out. I'm a, And, you know. I, I'm Also, there's the like fire. an aspect that we, like say, you know, time and lack of practice hasn't really given us a shit ton of time to explore, but like I'm one to love to go to like – natural areas are like interesting like views like taking guitars to like on a hike to a waterfall and then jamming at the waterfall right going to a mountain yeah. mount pinnacle and jamming for on inspiration the top of sure yeah not only that but you just like do that so much with me and we haven't done that in way well, too long i've always wanted to you know like you know when something you go to like film a video or something like do acoustic sets and those kinds of cool places literally under you a had bridge that idea for 
13 well, you know, uh, plus years, and it's just like we never really had the equipment. I'm a, f- I'm a I huge. You're talking about Jonesboro. I'm a huge. Uh, I'm a huge corn fan. Mm-hmm. Corn. And the the bagpipes in that second record at the Indigo Ranch were actually recorded on a cliff, no outside, shit. like just trees and mountains and shit. And he's just out there, and they just recorded it. Must feel good, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hey, we got the equipment to always do those field recordings too. Right. I've definitely been trying to on this next record. I've got, if nothing else, it's just been worth it to get some like think about with it being like this is going to be on the record right and like recording that twilight zone thing where he's like my am mind if i strum a few chords on my get box here and like <laughs> if nothing else if that just makes it in there it was worth it to record yeah, it and be like sure. you know what let's redo this like this isn't up to our standards because i don't i just don't have that much faith in myself it seems like a really hard thing to get the be- best sound of record like you said just a minute ago it didn't help me any I have, like i can do this i have found that less it, mics is more I, well that's, I, what, that's where i'm coming from i think that maybe if i just like try to keep it simple stupid that i could make a that's true killer record Dude, but let, until i prove it to myself i won't let zeppelin's it. drum tech he, <laughs> he he pioneered four mics i'm using his their, technique, their shit bro. their shit is mm-hmm. four mics using and you get the best drums all day long that's mm-hmm. like that's my inspiration how did that happen you know <laughs> well just like, fucking around man and then jimmy page the for, the fourth record he made that whole thing in like five different studios wow so he was like the main engineer i was going to say like a, one one thing I've, I've really enjoyed is like uh, with some of the, especially the last record that Lame Johnny made that's coming out next year. Um, we brought in a friend who is not afraid to tell us you're, you're fucking, this sucks. Like, and you need that, but you have to be willing to let him say, right, yo, yeah, I think you can do this better. No gatekeeper, but yeah, we ain't gonna release this shit until we feel good about it. That's one good thing about at least trying it ourselves is we don't feel that pressure. And not being on a record label. Yeah, well, that always sound that yeah. piece of paper. Y'all must have spent a good what ten thousand bucks on the last record, accumulatively. Jesus. How much do you think? No, hell no. Oh, I just um, this goddamn cigarette. Maybe four or five thousand tops. That sounds about right for now. Yeah. Like a real record sounds about like four or five grand. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, after there's... after mixing and well, mastering, you're uh. Okay. Sure. After after <laughs> after mixing and mastering, <laughs> you. you're looking at. Two grand for that, typically speaking. For it's also for, going in knowing the shit. We were kind of just like at times around holding our dick. It's always happened where I'll wind up playing a bass part or something. You just concede to it. You're just like, dude, we're on the clock. Let's fucking do it. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And there have been t- definitely a time or two where I've come in unprepared. You know, like mm. when it comes time to the uh, you know do the recording process, which is always hard. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Everyone's you yeah. beat yourself up and being a. Uh, I can't say young band anymore, but just like a without any financial backing except for your own. It definitely and like seems... I've always been so fucked. You and David have always been semi-responsible. I think his mom would help him out. But you were just right out your pocket. Always. Uh, and t- always and... working it over, man. And I'm just like caught up in the process. I knew I didn't have the money. Yeah, I mean, hell. Thanks I... for that being important to you. Of course, of course, man. Like, um, well, you know, it's, we all have the fucking bug, you know, for right. just to make music and yeah. try. If you're gonna do it, try to do it right and try to do to be something that's gonna be worthwhile and hundred percent something, you know. At the end of the day, that's really what's all. What's your favorite that Queen Anne's recording? What's your favorite album of ours? Oh gosh. Well, like on one hand, I would think like, what's my favorite ballad? And I was like, what's my favorite heavy tune? Then I could think, like, what's my favorite instrumentally? I don't know. Um, but my favorite quirky or weird one has got to be, um, you know. Literal communion service. 
That's my fave too. My favorite. Can, would you play a song on your podcast, possibly? Uh, I mean, we can stick one in. I sure. w- you should look up our song "Literal Communion Service" okay. on any streaming uh, outlet, <laughs> and then we'll get one download for it, and well, it'll I'll go right got, into Joe's. Bank I need you account. guys to send me the wave file if you have it, because it'll. True. Because yeah, all about it. If I stick just an MP3 in there, it compresses it down, and, and that's I basically what you get if you yeah. download it anyway, yeah. too. Huh? Exactly, and I don't want to do that because it makes it sound. I don't like know. I would even be tinny. able to do. I'm not that good at computers. We're gonna. I'm before I leave. We'll we'll make a way follow literal. But Sounds good. If it's just like ballad or something like that, it's it's gonna have to be you know, um, fucking the the double sided one you had where it's you know goes into uh, makeshift hero, yeah, uh, non sequiturian. And then we have that other song that's kind of like that with uh, Birthright and Blood Reaper, where it is just like two unfinished yeah. songs and just stuck them together Beatles style. But they but they yeah. mesh well. We're just always trying to take a play line. out of other people's playbook. Sure. I do like, that. It's fun. It's just like fun little Easter eggs. I always I have fun seeing the look on people's faces when they ask us, like, what do y'all sound like? Who's some other bands y'all think y'all sound like? I always have fun saying uh, Pantera, Pink Floyd, and Panic at the Disco. Have you mixed <laughs> those three? Hey, I that's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, uh, one of my favorite things, and by the way, he's, you know, we've come up with, what, five albums so far? Four, four albums? Four albums we've released, yeah. And he's wrote, you know, 95, he's the opposite of Kanye West. He's not, like, listening back to him, like, I know what this is. <laughs> Sometimes but, he's like, I didn't know that I did that part on there. I, I definitely have little moments. But, but anyway, like what I was going to um with this album, the new one, we're uh, going to try to start doing their fifth one. It's the definitely the first one where, um, you know, I think we're going to start doing a lot more mixing. Like, I'm going to come to him with a few, you know, sure. five, six, seven yeah. uh, specific songs, songs started ideas, and then to, like, kind of have him ago. write more lyrics to it. Because we usually, like I say, he's just a writing machine. Yeah. And so... I've always, you know, like, comes with like, well, what about this bass line? Or what about if we add that little trinket? But for the most part, the meat and potatoes he's always had. And, uh, but he, but we, t- he totally has fun, like, throwing in just one walking bass line song for every album, you know, so it gives a oh, little yeah. bit of like, a jazz. Feel. I think we were talking about this in the mics weren't like on, but I've all, I've got these little, I hate to call it gimmicks or whatever, but, you know, like the mover song, like the pop punk song on every album. Yeah. The, uh, Super heavy, like the heaviest shit that I feel like I've ever done. I always try to have that. A ballad on a each ballad, one. A ballad. A swing song that has like... Very jazz. Like some sort of free And one irreverent or funny or just like... Yeah, and then one atonal what the fuck is this. Like your banana, 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 terracotta, banana, terracotta, terracotta pie on that System album that's just like all this really heavy political shit. But now here's a song about... Banana terracotta pie, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> and actually, I remember at the time, Joe did make a very, very what interesting point. And hell, they even made a similar point. What we were talking about, God, this has to be a decade ago back in Jonesboro. Little Communion Service is that song on that album, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was telling me one day we're talking about System of a Down and why they're mine and his favorite bands, you know. And the, but he was definitely criticizing that because he loved them, too. But he was <clears> saying it's like when we, if you want to get like super passionate about one of their political or spiritual sensibilities or philosophical spirit, uh, sensibilities. Like don't take it too to heart because it's, it's really hard to convince people of something serious. When one second on an album, you're going banana terracotta, banana. Hey, let me get real serious on you for a second. You know? yeah, yeah, like, I think the opposite. It's good to have a little comedic break. Yeah. Like sure. with, and like, I think with tool, a lot of times that's misunderstood, but you know, oh, when yeah. the dude's like 
reading the thing that sounds like Adolf Hitler, <laughs> but it's just like a recipe for it. cookies or some right. shit. But it sounds just like a, the machine. Is. Yeah. So, but it's funny to them, and like it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, I just love living in that. I, under, area. I do understand the sentiment. Like a lot of people kind of have a hard time taking one person in the context of both humorous and then serious. At least as like a figurehead, or let's say politician or something like that. Because like, I mean, on Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live, they mentioned it talking about Lady Gaga because she was like trying to speak out for, I don't know, it was some kind of like pollution, you know, and corporations and things like that. Just like, but what you got to understand, Miss Gaga, is that I'm with you, but it's really hard to be the lady in the meat suit on Saturday and the voice of reason on Sunday. And I was like, you know what? They got her there. They, yeah. they, it's one artist criticizing another artist comedically, and I'm like, but they do have a point. They do have a point. But I love it. I, you know, I, I think you should be able to like explore a little bit of idiocracy and definitely a great amount of artistry on Saturday and then wake up Sunday morning and be like, well, okay. Right. Let's get our numbers and our ducks in a row. You know? Well, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, you have to try new shit. That's the first thing. And a lot of times with creative mind – you want to try something that's like funny, like us. We all think we're fucking comedians in my band. We're we know every like we make little ads, like basically like little mini commercials for most shows that we have because we don't play that often. So we'll make like a little funny skit. Like one was like a drug deal, but instead of drugs, it was concert tickets. Oh nice! Like man, I got that shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Let me get one, and then he he whips it out, and it's a concert ticket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah, I need my fix, you know. And so we all we all think we're fucking just the funniest motherfuckers that ever existed. But but at least you'll try. You but know, you, you have to try exactly. exactly exactly. Like we did one that was a we did one for our comeback show that was a 1950s PSA. It was like, hey there, little Timmy, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, gee, Willikers, Mister. Like he dressed like in suspenders and shit. Like it was Jeez. so. Oh, gee, like, like we Dennis shot it the in black. <laughs> we shot it in black and white and put and like just, some he, grain did he have over a it. Twisty hat on. No, we couldn't find one. We wanted it. <laughs> That was in but the, it was yeah. in the notes. It was in the notes, but it. we couldn't get it. And like that it's ad awesome. is hilarious. And I remember the response to that one in particular was so well received because people were like, "Yo, that's how you promote a fucking show." Hell like yeah. this is so silly, but at the same time, it's effective. Right. So I'm all for trying new shit, man. And some shit you try ain't gonna work. You know, it's just not. Just and, go for it. But if you don't go just for it, do it. Do it exactly, but if you don't if you don't go for it, you'll never know what works and what doesn't. Yeah, and and, and you know I think that's a similar kind of thing with like not wanting to play the same venue too often. And by the way, there's an extra context yeah, I want so, I want to add so to that. I'm not trying I'm to bust the motherfucker out. No, of course you not. Know what I mean, like, and I, I think just, you'll agree. With I have, the, I hope that anybody who books these places will hear this when I'm like showing up with other motherfuckers and then like I'm just having to fucking put on a shit show. But I like, think along with that context of like if the, all those venues were packing out. People were just into every lyric like, or something like oh that. Oh, no, different. I'll do that. I'll do that same venue a hundred times. Right. right. But it's like, because then you'd be able to sustain yourself well, making a living doing it. You'd trend. be able to make the money doing it that, well, you can't be, if nobody gives a shit, no one's showing up. I get well, a sense. we've always bumped into. I get yeah. a sense from y'all that y'all would have enjoyed one Nothing or two shows us. that we pulled off at, uh, with some other help from, oh, with a little help from my uh, it's all good. It's all good. But I th- I'm guessing you are probably what Pink Floyd fans, maybe a little. Yeah, I like I Pink Floyd. Pink sure. We How did about a Pink Alice Floyd. And Chains? Right. We, we did. Just, we, we did a tribute to both of those bands. We just we just saw Alice in Chains and two what? months hey, ago with Corn and Underwear. Maybe Dallas. Wow. Maybe us throwing out our vibes ass. of doing some cover shows hit somebody who hit somebody who hit somebody that made them think. Let's do this. 
know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. do, the, like, maybe our ramification of being a hardcore punk band Hell and yeah. going and doing Alice in Chains and that other shit somehow reached their ears and their uh, desire to do such things, too. And so they were like, why don't we try to smell, you know, the cover? Oh, dude, yeah. the cover shit. When we played that show, the amount of bands that were like, yo, we went on next year. And I was like, another one? Fuck. We we gotta, spent right. Gotta get to work. Well, here's the deal, man. We spent. Well, hey, six, please book us for one. Can we maybe took, do it that? Took, it took us possibly. Six, I'd love well, that. It took us six months to to put that together, and that was a labor oh, that I've whoa. never I've never dude I've done festivals. I've, I saw I've, so much about it. I saw so many. It friends was posting about it. Too. There's a group chat. Look I at wanted this. to be there. So, so the show's bad. over, right? The show's over. It's been done. Look at this. I have missed 10 notifications already in the same group chat. Just since we've been, been talking. sitting here yes. talking. Nice. There are days where I would take it, and it's like, you missed 250 notifications. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, we stayed in, every band stayed in contact and still and still are. It's It's been a great avenue for us. Uh, just being connected to the bands you're playing with, I feel like, has a big impact. And that My Kim announcement could not have came Dude, better right, time. right. <laughs> <laughs> we got like lucky as fuck. I bet Ryan is not. He's not very, like I said, good at computers. So he's not, and so he's not consumed by social media, which is but, great. So I bet none of this is on his radar. My Kim announced a uh, uh, reunion show three about three days before three days. their show went down. Yeah. So that helped you. Anybody Dude, who so wasn't, lucky. they were showing up to yeah, see that yeah. shit. We got so fucking. I wanted lucky. to be there. I was so sad. I've watched a lot. Of, I'm obsessed over the videos. I uh so I I saw you doing your thing, but I guess I just didn't realize it was you. Yeah, I didn't truly know. I even got in an argument with some friend. I want to say it was Kurt. Kurt. He, he's Kurt. the producer on this podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. No, I feel fine. so shitty. Can I just I just want to say, Kurt, and I apologize to you online. Uh, I shouldn't say this, but I just didn't have any bud, and I was just in a weird mood. And just being uh, mentally ill online is never uh, a good look. Uh, uh, well, and here's the deal. And Kurt is Kurt. If and you know Bud Kurt, is an easy fix, and it kind of well, helps me fix that. Sure. Uh, but I, but he had he had fucking. It just looked not very seen to me. It to this guy look, that I know named Joshua Stewart, who had a show. Uh, yeah. He ta- and he's he's a yokel. He's like <laughs> he played with us in Batesville. Like he's I just I identify so much with the little man. Yeah. And like the way that he talked. To him on this post seemed like he was a dick and not let, supporting the let, scene, but it is a music scene that let, he doesn't even like. Let me let me like spread that out. So, Kurt is. And like, I, I just I would but, love to speak at length about this. No, it's I'm, fine. It's fine. Uh, so basically, what you saw, and I get it being an outsider, but that's how he talks to everyone. I'm Kurt's friend, and he is a producer on this podcast. And, and he, hey, I wish that the, he would have. The way he here. talked to Josh is the same way he would tell me. Right. Something or so to me, when, if I was his good friend, exactly. So I like, was mentally, I was just like, it's fine. pissed off at the world. He, he wasn't mad at all because I actually he called me after all that. He was like, "Hey, did you see Facebook?" I was like, "Yes, Kurt. Uh, why are you being yourself?" And he was like, "Well, that's just how I do it." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." But at the end of the day, <laughs> I shouldn't have been calling out anybody. But say. I felt bad for Josh. I could tell. <laughs> well, him and Josh know each other, and they have their history, and me and Kurt have our history. But me and Kurt. We get, but I was his feelings were hurt. I could tell. It, it, so I it, wanted to stand up, but for that's him how, because he seemed silly. Uh, silly. He seemed like. Um, well, here's the deal. So here's how Kurt operates. No, me. and then that it is not necessarily not an attack. I'm not going to stick up for Kurt in that aspect because it's certainly seemingly sort of was. But at the same time, what he likes to do is be the voice of pushback. And if he pushes back on something and you don't have enough to come back at him with it, basically what he's trying to do is. 
does this actually mean something to you or are you just blowing smoke? You know what I'm saying? And he does that even, I guarantee you I open that group chat. It's him telling someone that's a stupid idea. And then you have to come back at him like, no, it's not a stupid idea for this, this, and this. And then he's like, oh, okay, cool. But that's literally who he is. That's why he is involved so much with all of these other bands and works. He works very closely with a lot of bands. And he's just like, but do you feel that way actually? Like, is that really what you want? Is this really? A I don't good know idea? why. I I can't even say. I think it's <coughs> a mental illness, man. Like, no, I don't. Dude, as he's far not. as far as that goes, I mean, to Kurt, like, dude, I'm <laughs> sitting here feeling good and all my <laughs> demons at bay. Uh, I I just absolutely feel, and I even tried to reach out to him after that and was like, you know, no, he making jokes, but uh, golly, I really just didn't have any weed and like yeah. was just kind of. You know, so anybody who says that you can't get addicted to weed, if that if there's a only one way for me to be chill, even if it's just the mental it's irritability for of sure. like, yeah, you know, medically speaking, yeah, for sure. So, um, so but, I'm so sorry, Kurt. No, dude, I, he, I, I'm sorry, bro. Listen, people have gotten have given him way more pushback than that. I promise you. Well, that's not, great. And that's his wonderful. feelings aren't hurt. He was he, very uh, marked, and it made me but, shut the fuck up. That's for sure, because he was just so chill, like. Okay. From an outsider's perspective, <laughs> I, you, it made me just be like, I wish I was him. If I you, wish <laughs> I had that response instead, and I did scroll past it the day before, but sure. then the next day, it kind of got at just you. Just like my drug dealer ain't answering his phone. What's going on? What was that? Oh, okay. He's cleaning up. I'm a pyro. Oh, sorry. Was that was something on fire? No, no, no! I'm, I'm wanting it to. Oh, oh, oh there's, the for those okay. of you who can't see, there's can- multiple candles on there here. There are multiple to camel toes that we're exposing. I'm, I'm very mentally stimulated it, by not only can fire, see it if you log on to www.youporn.com backslash Queen Anne's Revenge Band. That's where we got our brand new single. It's smart. You got to monetize your music. Hey, man, you got to monetize I, your dick. I think uh, I it's think, a brand I new think game. Pornhub's going to take over YouTube, man. <laughs> it really might, could. It's plus, they're it at might. least planting trees. I ain't seeing YouTube planting no trees. I, I'm just saying, man. They're doing a lot of shit that a lot of people aren't allowing other people to do, and they're just like, "Yo, we don't give a fuck." Right, right. And they're making money doing it, so I'm just yeah. like, well, that's kind of. I've got people who have. It's uh, a slippery slope. Green it's... Jello, a band that uh, Ryan and I work for them with in the past. Mm-hmm. Work for uh, them. They've released a few singles over YouTube. Yep. We need to record a Green Jello song. Like we would make money from our composition. We split it with Bill. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to sign why, the license. Why have we not right? done that? Like, and he said they're that fun. he really loves Cornell. You know that. Better not be in that toilet, Cornell. Better not. He says that he loves that, and he right. likes it being about Chris Cornell. Committing Whoa. suicide, which is Whoa. like really fucked up, but it's I mean obviously just like black humor. See what would that that like? All, everybody knows he didn't like. He always st- wants to get didn't sued. S- Bill's always <laughs> trying to get sued with his fucking. He obviously not so well to do drunk. Chris ass. Cornell obviously did not kill himself by putting his head in a toilet and drowning himself to death. So I'm trying to figure out, unless we change the lyrics, like where anybody's going to get that context from anyway. It says, <laughs> "Let's go hang out in the bathroom." That's the lyric that Bill wrote. Oh, it's okay. I'm starting to. So he's up like, the, "Let's go hang out in the bathroom." And he's saying, "Like, let's go himself, hang out yeah, in, the in the bathroom." Yeah, that's now true. I'm starting that's to sad. get the. Yeah. Context. That's all he wrote to it. He, and I had something else that was talking about. Eating homeless people, which is also 
ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, that did happen in Florida, so. Uh, well, uh, at least once. Well, wait, 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 don't buy them from a fucking gas station. Like, the guy, the guy that ate the face was not homeless. The guy that got his face eaten was, was homeless. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! And he was, was he nine was years ago. Now this he was is a taking long time a nap. ago. Now he was taking a nap and got his face. The eaten only up. people who are still doing gas station drugs are in jail. <laughs> I mean, they really are, dude. The the hilarity. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's that K two everybody dies in jail from smoking K two these days. Like yeah. on, it's so bad. Y'all know what it is, huh? It's it's a uh <coughs> man. Oh, do you say you do or you don't? She does. Don't. No. Uh it is kind of like a synthetic form of marijuana. It's like they're trying to push that oh, there so for you a know while. About this shit? Yeah, a little bit. It's kind of crazy. I'd smoke it in jail if I was that desperate. Arkansas Times actually did a piece on it talking about there's the uh, desperate things in jail. Having uh like deaths happen in, in prison because they were allowing that. <laughs> they weren't allowing it. It was just well, easier. It wasn't yeah. as smelly. Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> For all these people who wanted to smoke, and I've smoked it twice, maybe three times tops, but oh, it definitely. Oh, you done it? Yeah, with Wes. Let, let's not get into last names, uh, yeah, because yeah, I yeah, just yeah. realized of in this course. moment that probably wouldn't be yeah, a good idea. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Let's let's call yeah. him Smith. Y'all talk about what you want to talk about, but you can't drag, you know. Other yeah, I don't want to drag it. Yeah. I realized that after I said the yeah. That's but anyway, really interesting. I would um, just never do it, but I heard all time horror stories. Yeah, I ate uh, a lot of cough syrup once in Dextra. That's like the stupid. Lord. That's the only drug I ever thought was not gonna wind up well. That I one did of the anyways. dumbest things, and I kicked kicked myself after <laughs> I, I've ever done. And this, um, I was at uh, a venue once and found a joint on the ground, and it was a pinner. Oh, you, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Lord. Anyway, um, uh, so you know, took this thing home, get off, you know, doing the gig and everything, go home, and of course, uh. Take one or two puffs from this thing, from and I was joint. about to hand it to my girl, and and <laughs> then sure enough, I was joint. like, she, I was like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, let's stop. So just like, no, let's just, I don't know, this isn't smelling like weed. This is something different. And then till this day, don't know what could have been, but you know, I started thinking about the idiotic things that put people. Oh put my stuff, god! And I was like, <laughs> and then for about five minutes, because she even told me she was like, you know, you, you look, you look like you got like cold, like your, the blush has left your face or something like. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think this has got more in here. Let's just not. We shouldn't. Let's put this out and not. She's How like, many hits did you take of this? Mystery one and a half, maybe two. One and a half, maybe. And I was just like, no, this this might not be a good idea because this could be anything. Holy shit. Like, but luckily, it only lasted for like five minutes. And I was like, DMT. that was a bad idea. DMT. Oh, no, 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 no. I've done DMT, and that was not DMT. Well, hey, guys, we got to record some songs. So let's wrap up the podcast portion. I dig it. And then everybody's, because we've been talking for a while now. Uh, everybody's gonna listen to some Queen Anne. Are y'all doing originals? Yes. Uh, okay. So we're, awesome. we're gonna play uh, one cover song. It's called "Truth Hurts" by Lizzo, and then we're gonna do a song by uh, Air Supply. It's called "I'm All Out of Love." I'm so cool. lost with that. <laughs> um, no. So tell everybody where to find you, uh, social media wise. Uh, just at Queen Anne's Revenge. There are a lot of Queen Anne's Revenges online. I think there's 43 different ones. But if you sift through the bullshit. Look for one that says uh, from Jonesboro, Arkansas. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We our latest record is "It's Too Late to Wonder" by Queen Anne's Revenge. Okay, you can search for that on the YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We're not on that? Instagram, just Facebook. We're just boomers. Facebook. Okay, uh, we're baby boomers, yep. so yep. we 
right. I'm really <laughs> allowed first. to use. Uh, I'm okay. not allowed to use Instagram personally just because <laughs> I, I got caught once. No, okay. That makes God. sense. Uh, so we're at Crashcast Pod on everything yeah. and Twitter. We're Crashcast Pod One. The letters, not the numbers. And this has been a wild ass podcast. Thank you guys it. so much for coming and uh, enjoy the songs afterwards. And everybody, thank you for listening. Do you ever think of me? Even in your nightmares, it'd be such an honor to know you still remember me. Cause I remember you just like it was yesterday. I still feel you here and I'm drowning in the memory of dying in your arms every night in my head. I will never forget those weak words that you said Because feeling is pain And you still make me feel way too much You can say I'm a liar You can't say
Stay knocking solid, be a waitress and keep away from me. Matter how many hot rails, baby, never let you be. Girls really got a hold on me. Yeah. I know why I suffer, why I suffer, why I suffer, why I suffer, why, why you won't let me be. Abortion and to keep away from me. Gonna have that baby, baby. Never let you breathe. Drugs really got a hold on me. Yeah. I'm a wild ass hopper, wild ass hopper, wild ass hopper, wild ass hopper wife. Why you won't let me breathe? 